0: Welcome to another episode of Jackson Talks, everybody, with me, your host, Jackson Stone. This podcast comes to you every single Tuesday, and this is episode number 67, and we actually have a couple, a couple returning guests this week. We have my very dear friend, Jesse, and we have Both Dunk the, the Legend, <laughs> Dunk the Hunk, Bulldog. Dunk the bulldog hunk. Dunk the
1: bulldog
0: hunk. Yeah. Dunk hunk. Dunk the hunk. Hunk, yeah. <laughs>
1: Hunky, donkey. Okay,
0: well, he's just junking. And so, if you remember, uh, I'm not sure what episode number it was, but <laughs> I was in Scottsdale.
1: It's the one everyone knows. Uh,
0: visiting <laughs> visiting Jesse, and uh, we had some issues, a few issues, recording the pod. We tried once, didn't work, uh, halfway through it. Something something happened with the phone, and then we spent the whole weekend hanging out, doing some stuff, whatever, and then Sunday, we tried to record again. A couple minutes in, we had the most famous, most viral incident ever happen on Jackson Talks. Everybody, we had Dunk the Bulldog vomit.
1: Right in front of the camera.
0: Right in front of the camera, and you should go to that episode, episode whatever number it is. Uh, It's titled Jesse.
1: Linkedin. Yeah,
0: it'll be linked in the show notes, or linked right here. Uh, ben will put it right there. Um, but it's on YouTube, right, or Apple, or Spotify, whatever, however you view, watch this podcast. Then we stopped recording after Dunk threw up. We tried again, number third, third time so charm. We got through it, great episode. Crushed. A lot of insight from Jess, from me, about change, relationships, growth over time, some social media conversations, a few funny stories about me from college. And so, uh, if you haven't listened to that one, I urge you to go check that out and then come back to this one as we'll kind of be building on what we talked about there. But, Dunk, welcome back, dude. <laughs> thanks, bud. And, Jess, <laughs> welcome really back.
1: Affectionate guest. Hey, thanks. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. In a new scenery?
0: Yes. So, we're now, uh, you're obviously familiar with this pod, so you know that this setup is my house here in Plano, Texas, also known as Everybody's Land, which if you love Everybody's Land, you should go to jacksonstone.net and purchase some Everybody's Land merchandise, or you should subscribe to the newsletter at jacksonstone.net. The newsletter is called Random Stuff. It will be in your inbox every Friday, and it's me writing a short, concise, um, piece of information about one specific topic, which includes a quote, an article, a few videos on it, and some updates about the pod. Um, so I urge you to go sign up for that, and then subscribe to the YouTube channel. But anyways, that's enough self promotion. We'll get into the actual meat and bones of the episode so that you don't <laughs> scroll past this episode and move on to another podcast. Boom! So we're in Dallas. You're in Dallas.
1: I'm in Dallas. We are have- both.
0: We are all of us. Uh, today is August twenty
1: eighth.
0: Eighth August twenty eighth. So it's a great day. August is almost over. September is a big month. Um, for those that listen to this pod, you know why. Um, In the next episode Uh, Actually wait Yeah I don't know when these are going to drop So don't listen to me I don't know my own show Uh, (laughs) But anyways uh, We start this podcast in a very specific manner Very specific way Super important question You know it from before Um, Regular listeners know it New listeners Here's a little tidbit As to why I think this question is so important Uh, I think it creates open and honest dialogue Which is one of the key factors in creating more connection between people, more cre- connection creates more understanding, more understanding uh, creates less hate, um, less hate creates more love. Uh, and so I think just from this one simple question, we can get all the way down to those downstream effects of more understanding, more love, more empathy, more understanding. So Jess, my dear friends, how are you doing? Like for real, for real.
1: For real, for real. I'm doing so good. Mm, S- so, so good. good. Oh. <laughs> um, Whoa. Shout out to that. On a big summer road trip. Mm, yeah. Um, I've been gone 21 days. Oosh. So far. Ooh Sheesh.
0: Okay, so 21 days you've been gone.
1: 21 days. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be 25 by the time I get home. Okay. Um, so yeah, so doing good. seeing a lot of people and places along the way. Um, and happy to see everybody's land for the first time. You've had it for how long?
0: Since January of... 20. Of 2019. 19? No, 2020, right? What are we in? 21. We're in 2021. So that means January was this... Okay, yeah, so 2020, I got it. I moved in. A year in. and a half. It moved in, January 2020. So you've had it, okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're cruising so, along here in everybody's land. Yeah. Made some adjustments, you know? I'm happy with the place.
1: Great spot, great pull-out couch for those of you who may visit someday.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, I haven't been here in a while. It's been a long time. 2019? Since? Since you've been to Dallas? Yeah. Mm. Um, obviously we took quite a long time off of traveling, and then you came to Arizona. In April. In April. Mm-hmm. Scottsdale, shout out.
0: Old town. <laughs> Love you.
1: Um, yeah, so happy to be here. We're doing some, we're gonna go to a baseball game soon. We're gonna see the
0: Rangers play. We'll go with Mom and Dad, Mr. and Mrs. Stone.
1: hmm Going to a Rockies game at the Rangers Stadium.
0: Okay, or we're going to a Rockies game at <laughs> Texas Rangers Stadium.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, and so we've been eating good food and drinking good drinks and popsicles. some Speaking Here we of, go.
0: <laughs> here's an official break to hear from our sponsors. Today's episode of Jackson Talks, everybody, is brought to you by Bud Light, also known as God's Water. The unofficial, official, unofficial, unofficial, official, unofficial, official, unofficial, unofficially official, unofficial, definitely not sponsored for real, though. Unofficially sponsored by God's water. Refreshing and light. Drink responsibly for ages 21 and up.
1: <laughs> um, I just watched your... And now back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> did that thing you get? Chug Bud. You did it and you were not good at it.
0: No, I was Oh, you watched with Al and Sam? Or Al and Tyler? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I was a bad go.
1: <laughs> they weren't impressed.
0: Not one bit. Not one bit.
1: All for Al's new house?
0: New couch, new house. But we, I got better. I got, that was just a bad go. I was like feeling them. This like, it was like 11 o'clock in the morning. I didn't really want to have a Bud Light. <laughs> But I needed to do it, you know, to get the chug buds out there. All
1: right. And
0: this wasn't my best performance, but sometimes that's how it goes, you know. But you And then? You know, you readjust, champions adjust, you get back up and you start again. You keep moving forward, right? And you start to make a little few pivots here and there. Um, and then you're just, boom, you're on the right track again, heading to success.
1: Are you saying you're better at
0: it? I'm better at it now. Okay. Because champions adjust. Okay. <clears throat> so, one question. So you're doing great.
1: So you feel like you're doing really good, Yep,
0: which is lovely to hear. Love that. Um, What sparked this road trip? So you work from home.
1: Work from home now, permanently. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a three-year-old nephew and a two-month-old nephew.
0: Mm-hmm. And they live in Rapid City, South Dakota.
1: Custer, South Dakota.
0: People don't know what that is.
1: You're right. They live on Mount Rushmore
0: Yes actually. That's exactly where they live
1: um, And so Being able to go there And spend time with them um, Was a big part of it I've done that A couple of summers mm. Gone up there for a couple of weeks At a time um, What me. else? Uh, but yeah I kind of just like With working from home. First of all It's miserable in Phoenix right now it's very hot So hot um, they're getting a lot of monsoons too. And I'm not... What is? Oh, fan time. <laughs> we engage the fans. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So being able to work from home, I can kind of go wherever and still work, not have to take a ton of PTO and stuff. Um. So I was able to go to South Dakota. Roundabout way, come to Texas, mm-hmm. see some people along the way. And then Excellent. I'm here for four days, five days.
0: Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, yeah, five days.
1: And then back to Arizona. Cool. So, yeah.
0: So, family sparked the trip? Yep. Uh, me included.
1: Just added some, yeah. Yeah. yeah added uh, some additional stops along the way.
0: So, you think that working remotely has given you more freedom? what what's that what's that done to your work life travel balance even though uh, i don't necessarily like that word balance because it's hard subjective you know what is balance like what does that mean but yeah. i'll use that word because i don't have a word that's better than that right
1: you now okay um it definitely has opened up some opportunity to like cause, right cuz before when you're traveling it's like okay i'm banking up my PTO I have X number of days in the bank. When I want to take a vacation, I'm going to have to take how many of those. Where will that put me? What if I get sick? Am I going to still have enough? Like all these things. Right Now, I mean, I still on occasion take PTO. But now it's like I can go spend time with my family or whoever on nights and weekends and still work during the day. Continue banking my PTO For actual like Vacation Vacation time Right Um Not done a whole lot Of traveling In the last Year Sure And half-ish Um Other than driving So That's I guess now I've saved all my PTO For when we can Travel again Right Or when it's Safe to do so Sure Yeah
0: yeah. Like, the, 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 does the, the change in scenery, the change in environment, like, spark different work for you, like, creatively? Or,
1: um, does that
0: feel like if I'm, if I'm working, or if I'm trying to create some content, or write a newsletter, or, you know, whatever, create something for social media that needs creativity, or a little bit of life to it, if I change my environment, or, my scenery, or what I'm looking at or who I'm talking to there's like a little bit of a bit of flow that comes through me like and uh, it's, it's kind of you know if I'm sitting in the same place all day expecting like my creativity to spark I think that's more challenging for myself than like mixing it up or going to a coffee shop like it's it's not easy just to go into the mountains and like have this great creative right. freedom to do that but you can like switch it up a bit in the in the, the circumstances that are available to you
1: I think that's the unique opportunity of working from home is that... Because my company, before COVID, really didn't Mm. allow that. Mm. So it was very much like a cubicle situation. Sure. Sit down at a desk, sit there for eight hours, and then go home. Yeah. And now, I feel like I work a lot more. More hours. More hours? A lot more hours. Okay. But I pop around my house, or I'm in the yard, or like... You know, go different places and and just have a better. I don't know. Like it's. I enjoyed that a lot much. Do you feel like it's healthier? For you. At the beginning, I didn't. Like I lived by myself, so the social aspect of being in the office I really missed right away. Sure. Um. But in general, COVID was pretty isolating. Anyway. Right. Like. I wasn't seeing friends or family or doing anything like that and I wasn't going to the office it was very isolating but I think as like social life started to come back and it was safe to meet with people or go to a bar or whatever that helped me a lot where it's like I don't that's Duncan snoring, if yeah. you can hear that.
0: He's had a long day. He went for a couple walks. A
1: couple walks. Went to the dog park this morning. You know,
0: he's taking a little snooze boy.
1: <laughs> One throw up <laughs> so far. Um, but yeah, so I think it's it's good now. I, I feel like it's a good, good balance now.
0: Yeah.
1: But it took a long time to get there.
0: Right. Do you think, like, moving forward,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, outside of COVID... Say we've solved it, we figured it out, people are healthy, all these things like move in the right direction, all that happens, let's just say that. Okay. I can't predict the future and I'm not a doctor, no idea. But let's just say that, because we have smart people on the on the job working on it, right? figuring it out. Let's say that happens. Do you think that businesses and companies such as yours, like corporate businesses, who used to be in offices, now of work from maybe maybe they're doing a hybrid setting, Do you think that they'll have like a looser structure and give their employees a bit more autonomy and like free them to work as they had if they were at home, maybe in the office? Because I think that um, develops a bit more creativity and like lack of uh, burnout, right? If you have a bit more control over your decisions and your creativity, you're less likely to burn out. So do you think companies will take that into play as they start to navigate what the future will look like for like at home or in office or that hybrid type of style working?
1: So my company specifically will not be going back.
0: Ever? Mm. Okay.
1: Like rid of a lot of office space Mm. sold it off or didn't renew leases like things like that. But I think in general corporate America is going to have to adapt because a lot of companies have moved to a fully remote setup yeah and companies who don't even offer that option yeah are losing out on really good talent Mm. because of it Mm. and I just think it's going there's a shift happening there
0: has to be a shift
1: and I think a lot of like corporate big time companies are going to have to start really reconsidering what they're asking of their employees
0: they have to yeah
1: yeah If not fully remote, like a hybrid situation like Mm. you, like you said. Yeah. So like, for instance, I, Aaron and I met my new boss today, Mm. who lives, Elizabeth, who lives just down. She lives in Rockwall,
0: Rockwall, Texas.
1: Yep. Um, And I never met her and I've worked for her for two months now. It's just kind of weird. Like, I happened to be in Texas where she lives, so we met up with her. Um, but it's just, like, that's that's so strange, but it's going to be, like, a thing that's common. Yeah. The last person I worked for for nine months I never met.
0: Do you feel like when you met Elizabeth today, you already knew her?
1: Yes. Hmm. But, did it, like, the first thing she said was, what, I'm taller than you? hmm <laughs> like, yeah. That's such a random like thing that wouldn't happen in an office right
0: but if you're over the screen
1: who knows I'm always sitting right it's kind of interesting
0: yeah any other points on that?
1: she's wearing heels so it doesn't count
0: she was wearing heels very nice shoes Hmm? she looked good um yeah any other any other points to add? did you make your point? (laughs) was it? did you? huh? okay well, I just think like there's so many there's so many factors right that go into this. I think this like whole workforce, corporate world culture, which is all predicated on like glamorizing hard work. Like if you if you work weekends and nights and you put in overtime and all of these things, you're like seen as a hardworking person. That's very that's what perception is the reality of that. But if I'm someone who works from home and I work extremely concentrated, ultimate focus in flow state for 90 minute blocks, like for multiple times throughout the day, I'm getting more work done in a six hour period because I'm not distracted. I'm not looking at my phone. I'm not scrolling on Instagram. I'm getting more work done. I'm getting more efficient work done, but it's only six hours. And so I think there has to be this, some sort of give and take here. Where we're looking more at like the effectiveness of the work rather than the time spent on the work. Um, And so unless you're getting paid hourly, then uh, that that should be looked at differently because you're obviously an hourly employee. Mm -hmm. But if you're a salary person, it's got to be based on not solely on your outcome and your results, but that's what businesses are driven by. Same with sports and all that. But if we're focusing more on that process of how you're getting to that outcome and then paying people for that or rewarding them for those kinds of efforts instead of like, working weekends and missing their son's baseball game or not being able to take a vacation or just like missing weddings and all these things because we glamorize the effort and the hard work rather than prioritizing like some recovery methods and uh, wellness protocols that should be in place which could be in place more effectively if someone was working from home because they have that ability to take a break here or go walk around because no one's breathing down their neck controlling every move. They have autonomy over their life and their work. And so there's got to be some sort of mixture of a pot where that can be sorted out and we can like effectively, I say we, I'm not in the corporate world, but we as a people, human beings can effectively utilize all of the strengths and potentiality of like the people that are, we have employed. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. I think it's a, it's an American problem.
0: That I was mean. pretty well said though, I think.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Crushed> it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Hey, sometimes you just got to pat yourself on the back, dude. Sometimes you got to pat yourself on the back, you know? Everyone, stop what you're doing right now. You're listening to this pod. Even if you're driving, right, it's still safe to do so. But if it's not safe to do so, think about this when you get home. I want you to just, right now, recognize yourself. Be like, hmm, damn. I am, I am kind of a rock star. Give yourself a little pat on the back. And then if you're safe, again, safe to do so, put your hand over your heart. Possibly close your eyes. If you're driving, do not do this. <laughs> if you're just at home,
1: do this. Do
0: this. Put your hand over your heart. Close your eyes and say, I am exactly where I'm meant to be. And then thank yourself. Boom. And we're back. Cheers. Go ahead.
1: My favorite part of that was.
0: <laughs> Did I've got a these stick in
1: my hand? No. Was. Are you done? Did you make your point? Because I have a really good one I'm about to make.
0: Oh, you, you think that's where it came from? No, that's not how it went.
1: It happened like that. do I, know, I, don't I remember it, But I, it happened that way.
0: Because I didn't want to cut you off. So I just wanted to make that sure nice. that you have completed your nice. your statement and your I thought. Did. Okay. And then I have had a thought with that, like picturing it as you were speaking. Uh-huh. You know? Pretty cool. <laughs> good but stuff. you were going to comment on what I said, though. Before
1: I no, I was just <laughs> <laughs> hold, please. Um, it's an, I think, it's an American problem, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just this, like, the workhorse culture, yeah. Um, we have created what's happening
0: stuff. Poor idea. Like, I saw a little thing on the ground, I put it on there, and then the fan blew it off again. I was like, of course it did. Why? It's like tiny. It's like... like
1: <laughs> a speck of dust. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but no, I just like, when you were saying, like, we as people, and I was just saying we as Americans. American people. Yeah. I Like, I think it's it's really an American problem. Yeah. Like, so many other countries don't even have 40-hour work weeks. Right. Like, meanwhile, we're like, how can we... Get the most done in sixty-five hour work weeks
0: instead of thirty.
1: Right. Yeah. Which is like, statistically speaking, you probably get just as much work done in the thirty. That's I, what they're like. That's what the studies. Yeah. In other countries, they've moved to um, less work hours, but get equal.
0: Equal work time. done because the yeah the literature and the research says that ninety minute blocks are what you have the ultimate intense most vigorous concentration for outside right. of that you, you're, you just can't do it right so you gotta take a break 90 minutes take a break right so if you can get 3 to 4 90 minute blocks of really intense concentrated focus solely on exactly what your task at hand is you're gonna crush that work right, right? and there'll be very less uh, probably less errors so you don't have to go back and redo it which is something I had to do a lot in high school Right? because I did my work so poorly, like especially math. I did my work so poorly and tried to rush through it that when I, my dad helped me with it, it was all wrong. I had to do it again. And I could have just sat down and done it appropriately the first time with some diligence and some effort.
1: Sounds like the one chemistry assignment you did.
0: The one chemistry assignment that I did. please refer back to our previous episode. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's how it should be like it. And to, to, to like ignore how the human body and the human brain works. In getting the most out of your people is like seems very dumb, right?
1: And it's like kind of like, I mean, the work day or like work week hours are similar to like you're not working unless you're sitting in an office at a desk. Right. Like, it's such an outdated philosophy mm-hmm. of work that like times are changing and we need to keep up, right? You know,
0: like I haven't been in an office in that <laughs> ever. <laughs> I don't want it. know but i feel like i i I work hard yeah right but that's also like a yeah like i work hard on the things that i want to work hard on
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know and some days i'm not because that's what i want to do yeah (laughs) you know uh some people don't have that complete freedom right Right, but we all make those kinds of choices depending on what we want to do and where we want to take our lives and, and how much security and stuff we want. And, and the what,
1: opportunities we're you know. given. Yeah, and
0: all that stuff, it has a factor in yep. that. But if we can um, like maximize our biology and how we're built a bit better, then I think we'll all be a little bit healthier too and have a more um, like a appreciative uh, view of our work instead of something that we have to do
1: right
0: right instead of something this is i have to go do this because you do have to work right for for some context you have to you have you need money to pay your bills and to feed people and feed yourself and have a place to live and all these things they're like really important basic values and necessities but with all this other stuff involved it could be a little bit better than that you know our view of that could be a little bit better yeah another question
1: for
0: you. Let's hear it. So, earlier we were talking about Midwest and kind of like this pattern of life that you have when you live in the Midwest. Or just like a general, it could be for all America or all the U.S., but I think it's very heavily driven in the, in the Midwest where like there's there's supposed to be this path that you take.
1: And I almost think it's like... I mean, the Midwest, like, is our reference just because that's, that's, right. that's I how be. we learned about yeah, it or, right. like, where we were when we learned about it. But I almost think it's, like, it's small-town America stuff. Sure. More so than just Midwest. Yeah. It's just that the Midwest is full of small towns. It's just, like, not a big city mentality.
0: Yeah. Right. For
1: lack of a better term.
0: Exactly. And so for you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: has there, like, since you were, like, well, you're 28 now. Right? Now I'm married. Wow. Just let it all out. Um, you know, 20, you live by yourself. 28 and a half. And a half. You live <laughs> by yourself. You have your own spot. You moved away from your family.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, is there a part of you um, that feels like... That's maybe a very intense question, or maybe totally off-base, so you can let me know. That feels like uh, some sort of... Uh, part of you failed because you're not you didn't follow this path that you were like born to follow or supposed to follow or should have followed
1: No I think part of other people probably feel that about me Mm, mm. mm. big mm. stuff. Yeah. No, I feel, say that one more time. Yeah. It is. I think No, let say the, it one more time. The perception Of other people. Mm. Is that they may be disappointed Mm. that I didn't follow that, like... Yeah. Meet someone in college, get married, have kids. Like, I should have a, what, five-year-old and a three-year-old by now? Probably? Probably? No. Three-year-old, one-year-old, whatever. something like that. Whatever. But at very least be married. Sure. Um... I, so I think other people may be disappointed about that. I am not. Mm. Uh, like that's just not. And not saying that people who take that path are wrong in any way. That's what. That's how they have worked out. Yeah, they no, yeah, right,
0: exactly. Their,
1: you know, they're what was important to them. When I left the Midwest, I didn't have anyone to to hold me there, mm. and I. I've always been very motivated in whatever I'm doing. Mm -hmm. But had these, like, big aspirations of, like, I'm going to go take on everything on my own. Mm -hmm. Because if I wait for someone else, I may never get the chance. Mm -hmm. And so, call it a blessing or a curse, right? I don't, like, maybe that probably held me back from meeting someone at that point. But... I have zero regrets over leaving, zero regrets over the road that I have taken to get where I am. Very, like, career-driven and passion-driven and all of these things um, that I think would have taken a backseat had I taken, you know, a different route. Right. Yeah. Interesting
0: Yeah Do you Yeah Do you think about those folks Whether they're parents, siblings, cousins, whatever Whoever they are for you, listener, or for you personally Do you think about them thinking about your life in a certain way?
1: Um Not like regularly but like like I was just home for a few couple weeks mm-hmm. and like I just came I was at my grandma's house who has a bunch of grandkids yeah and realized that I'm the only unmarried grandkid. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like I was like embarrassed about it or like at all it was just like a weird like that's just like... I mean, normal up there. Yeah. Right? But it was just kind of funny. And I'm not the youngest either. (laughs) So, but no. And I... Like, no one's ever said anything. Mm -hmm. Like, which is good. Right. Nice of them. But I'm sure it still crosses their mind. crosses their mind. Yeah. Just because that's what they know. Yeah. Or what they experienced. But... Yeah, no, no regrets.
0: Do you have any um, words of wisdom or advice for maybe a, a current listener who might be feeling some of the same things you are? Maybe they're a young person stuck in a place, environment, that uh, is maybe holding them back. Or they feel like their desires, wants, needs, passions have outgrown the place that they're in.
1: Yeah, I would say like, you ultimately have to do what's best for you. Mm. Um, Like, in my situation, I'm sure my family, like, my parents didn't want me to move across the country necessarily just because of not seeing me very often and not being around for things, but and a lot of friends, too. I mean, that I moved away from and I mean but ultimately like they move on with their lives and I deserve the same Mm -hmm. um and I think I just you're right I did I realized that I wasn't going to get what I wanted out of life in small town South Dakota right and there's nothing wrong with staying there's nothing wrong with small town South Dakota or wherever Yeah. It might be.
0: We love it. We have a lot of love for it.
1: I just knew that that's not what I wanted long term.
0: Right. So. I think it's like, I mean, I think what you exactly what you had was just trusting your gut and your intuition. Right. Like letting it lead you down some sort of path, a very unknown path. A state, a city where you knew no one, not a soul.
1: I had fam. I had like some extended family there, which We're like, oh, like we're gonna be leaving for a few months, come stay at our house while we're gone, kind of thing. And that's basically how it happened. I didn't have a job, I didn't have friends, I didn't. Yeah. I had a bedroom and closet to put my stuff in, and.
0: Mm -hmm. Figured it out from there.
1: Figured it out. Dunk made some friends, I made some friends.
0: Boy, (laughs) Dunk! He's cashed out. He's
1: cashed. He's playing cameraman right now.
0: Yeah. Oh, big stretch.
1: Not a very good one. (laughs) Oh cool. Yeah. You
0: have any questions for me?
1: Um When you went to, when you went to the Midwest did you notice that too? Like that kind of like pat life pattern that a lot of people followed the same one?
0: Yeah. I mean I yeah. I noticed that. But like just people people like really want security. Right. Like they're and they and they want to do things that are comfortable for them and what they know. And that's what people know because that's what their parents did. Yeah. And that's what their grandparents did. And that's what whatever, whatever, whatever did. So that's what they feel like they need to do or should do. And should's like one of the most dangerous words. In the world, like, should I do this? Well, do I want to? Does it benefit me? Where's the value in it? There's other questions that you need to ask yourself in terms of making decisions. But that—that's uh, another tangent. But, anyways, but yeah, I saw that a lot. And so, like, I mean, my parents pushed me to go to college, right? Right. But I think that was fine, right? If I was—if I was a young—I have talked about this with my mom now. Like, if I was a high school kid now. My mom says that she would not just push me to college. Really? Yeah. Because there's n- there's other options. Yeah. What would I, what, what if, do I want to do something specific? Do I do this? Am I into that? Am I into this? Do I know my, what my made, like all these things go into practice now. It's not just like high school, college, whatever, whatever, whatever. There's so many different directions you can take your life. You just have to be willing to go after that path. And it's nice to have people in your life who can support that decision. Like my parents or, you know me with you right right, or whatever but if you don't have that and your parents or the people who raised you or your guardians are are expecting you to go in a specific direction and you feel like that's not for you like what exactly what you said you have to make that choice that's that's ultimately best for you and sometimes making decisions that are best for you you ultimately let people down in a way that's out of your control and so that's really on them for that decision. If they if they see you become this person who's successful, happy, fruitful, fulfilled, all these things that I talk about, then eventually that, that feeling of them being let down will subside if they're truly someone that cares for you and loves you, and they'll see that. But that's a hard decision to make as a young person.
1: I was going to say, like, you are not responsible for the expectations someone else has of you. Exactly. And, like, it was funny, being back, like, I've heard just on this trip, like, from several people, like, I'm always watching, you know, your, your, like, your Instagram, or, you know, what you're doing on Facebook, and I'm just so jealous of all the fun things that you do and everything, and it's just, like... What are you doing? Well, it's just, like, I never think of that, right? Like, I never think that anyone's from back home is, like, looking at m- my life, like, wow, cool, look what you're doing, and, like, stuff like that, but... I think some of those people, you're right, would have been the ones that are like, "Are you sure you are you sure you want to leave? Are you sure you want to move cross country? Right. Are you sure you want to be by yourself? Are you sure?" Like all of these things, and it's like, yeah, eventually, like the pressures and expectations are just. Because
0: mm-hmm. that's an like inter- that's an internal projection of something that they might be a little fearful fearful of because they probably thought about the same choices that you're you're making and so they're saying that to you as a, as a way to say that them right. to themselves right. as to rationalize why they never made that choice and so that's challenging but I definitely saw that in the Midwest a lot you know um, but yeah, you have the you have the ability you know there's a lot of unpredictability that comes with life and a lot of things that get thrown in your way that we have absolutely no control over the ups and downs the highs and lows whatever the, all the stuff in between and it's unpredictable but you do have some choice ultimately you do on what path you choose to walk on on that path there'll be the setbacks the bumps the hiccups the punches in the face all that stuff but you still can go down that path that you see is the one that's best for you and if you keep walking on it there's no run you don't have to sprint right there's not it's not not a race right there's no timeline but if you just keep walking down that path that you feel like your gut is telling you to walk on your heart is telling you to walk on it's going to ultimately lead you to something, something—at least one thing—that will make your body, mind, and heart jump for joy. I think.
1: Yeah, make it worth it, right? Right. Like hard decisions come with big pay.
0: And if you want to know how to make those decisions in your life more easily, or if you want to be able to show up more authentically as yourself. By living through your personal philosophy or your values, there's a way to do that, there's a way to practice that, there's a way to hone in on that, Um, and there's a way to implement that into your life, and if you want to check out the most uh, episode right before this, um, so it either be episode 65 or 66, uh, titled Authenticity, I go into detail about that, an actual thing that you can do right down practice and implementing to your life about how to filter your thoughts, actions, uh, movements in a way that uh, filters it through your values so that when hard decisions come into your life, difficult challenges come into your life, you have a mechanism for a way to make those decisions uh, line up with your personal philosophy uh, because a lot of people I think are uh, inherently good people, but they don't know the set of values or strengths that they have so they don't know how to make difficult decisions because they don't know what values they want to stand by if you want to stand for love and empathy inclusion acceptance uh, hard work whatever like I don't know what your values or your strengths are but if you actually figure them out and write them down then it's easier to um, make those hard choices because you want to stand for this thing this is what you stand for and if you want to actually be about the things that you talk about then that's how you filter your actions so a little tangent there but I think that's a really good episode to check out or you can text me on my number and we can do some fucking one-on-one I'm glad I said that word there uh, <laughs> uh, we can do some one-on-one coaching which is also an option if you also go to jacksonstone.net there's a place there you can you can uh, check out the coaching stuff as well as subscribing to the newsletter and as well as checking out uh, the store ooh Duncan's awake from you his clapped. nap you clapped oh I did
1: super loud like
0: Duncan is awake from a nap which means I think it's a good time to, uh, to wrap this boy up all right. Do you have any? No. Uh, do you have any last minute thoughts, questions, comments, um, concerns?
1: Yeah, big topic that we were oh. talking about yesterday. Oh. Huge.
0: Oh. Um, Sweet.
1: What would you do with the Powerball winnings? Oh. I. Literal huge topic.
0: I just don't. So what? You win three hundred twenty million.
1: Which I have honestly no idea. So,
0: so say it, you come away with one hundred and fifty million dollars.
1: I mean, it's, I found out it's better to win in Texas. Yeah, because there's no income tax. All oh, right. Uh, but I accidentally bought my tickets in Oklahoma.
0: So, uh, did you win?
1: <laughs> it's tonight.
0: It's tonight.
1: Drawings tonight.
0: What? What would I do with one hundred and fifty million dollars?
1: Yep. First purchase.
0: Um, I would open up the you are loved wellness center that i've been that's my oh. dream so what it is is it's this is the as i guess i'll just let the people know this is my ultimate goal for for you are loved right We're here first you are loved right now is officially a non-profit organization uh we sponsor and support groups and sponsoring people's mental health treatment or medication um and i guess i'll announce it here first as well our first fundraising event Um, with the money going towards those specific things and being able to expand our support groups uh, and expand how many people we can sponsor for treatment. We'll be on March 10th in Denton, Texas. It'll be a two and a half hour event. Um, We'll have some live music, a comedian. um, There'll be some tacos and food. Uh, we'll talk mental health, um, and we'll kind of explore all that stuff. So that'll be our first fundraiser event. More details and, and uh, things you can take as you can purchase will be available. But if you go to youarelovelife.com and you want to donate right now, you can do that. So, But our first event will be March 10th. So that's kind of the first push into, like, expanding You Are Loved. But the eventual goal is to have the You Are Loved Wellness Center, which would be uh, just a whole holistic approach, body, mind, spirit, to wellness. So we'd have a private practice with therapy, and counseling, right? For mental health, addiction, um, support groups would be attached to that Would be licensed social workers, licensed counselors, psychiatrists, and psychologists all in this one sphere. And then attached to that, we'd have a yoga center, um, attached with the yoga center is meditation. And then we'd also have like a, a mindfulness center where we do classes and courses and educate people on mindfulness and mental health and how to implement that into schools and communities. And then we'd have a a full physical fitness gym center with like a dance studio um, and like Tai Chi and obviously weights and all that stuff with some personal trainers mixed in. And so the whole wellness center deal and some cryotherapy, probably like a massage, uh, maybe acupuncture, all these things that can super impact mind, body, spirit all in one place, hopefully for like a super low membership price and you can kind of do everything all in once. Uh, but I haven't just really figured out the membership pricing yet because I don't have the funding to do that yet. But, but if I won 150 million dollars, that would literally be the first thing I would do, and then probably everything else in my life would stay the same. Okay. Yeah. I might go on like a cool trip with my friends.
1: Thanks for adding that perks.
0: <laughs> I mean, I would definitely.
1: I, I would definitely do that. First.
0: But like, I always do that. That's we, true. We like so like. That's true. I would just go on like a bigger trip.
1: What I say, is and
0: I would pay for my
1: friends. So yesterday, I was like, I would go on some super sick vacation. Yeah, um, i
0: do like a month long, and
1: then pay all of my friends' mortgages off. That's sweet right? Because yeah. like, what a what a thing to not have to stress about. Mm. And like, if everyone's happy in their homes.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love that.
1: But then we're talking today about houses in different cities, like having different like yeah. different places to go. I through. think that would be
0: cool too. It's like a too. bunch of different spots.
1: Yeah. yeah. A cabin in the mountains. Yeah, definitely a cabin
0: in Montana. Something in Scottsdale. I was
1: say something in San Diego. Uh, New York City apartment.
0: Something overseas. Um, but That's I would do so this sick. yeah I would do the same work I do now. I would just travel way more. I'm not someone who, like, would really like a private jet. I don't, like, doesn't, like, really, doesn't fancy me. I don't, like, mind getting on an airplane. and It's, like, Mm-mm. cool. I, I would We're,
1: probably fly first class.
0: I don't like mind going to Walmart, you know? I like that oh, stuff. I would still
1: shop. Yeah, I would still shop at the cheap grocery store. Um,
0: But I would do that to start. And then, yeah, f- friends and family would be benefited greatly. Yeah. And then I would...
1: I feel like yeah. I would pay for so many sporting tickets
0: yeah a lot of sporting tickets
1: like I want to go to all of the big games
0: I would yeah just do more of the stuff I'm doing now yeah It's a fun bigger level
1: so maybe by the time this episode comes out
0: yeah yeah
1: <laughs> hopefully
0: that'd be fucking sweet
1: <laughs> but keep my name confidential if I win
0: okay I mean, there's a few people that listen to this, so it won't be too
1: confidential. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Is that that all you got? Yep. That was my burning question. Closing thoughts,
0: remarks, comments, questions, funny stories, shout-outs.
1: Apologies that there was not a better performance by Duncan today.
0: Oh, talk about how many people that messaged you about the...
1: A lot of people reached out about that episode and were like, oh my gosh, that's classic Duncan textbook... Move by your dog, like, because everyone knows he has all of the problems. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and it just all of a sudden got a good caught. Boy. He's a good boy. Um, and I put my put it on my story on my Instagram, and then actually, my new boss, like before she even really knew me, was like, hey like confession." I googled your name, and I found this podcast, and I was like, "Where my dog threw up?" And she was like. Yes, but then I watched the whole thing and it was so good. And so she knew all about you, too. So yeah, big stuff. Dunk making moves.
0: Oh boy, dunk! He's, um, he's
1: an ambassador for you.
0: He is. We did a great reel yesterday.
1: <laughs>
0: so, great episode.
1: Means um, you should have uh, you are loved, pet merch.
0: Ooh, that's a great idea. Anyone's listening can uh graphic designer would like to design that um, please reach out that'd be awesome you are loved pet merch sounds fantastic Dunks. because dogs animals in general are great for our mental health great for our overall livelihood for our just, just sense of being and belonging they're just beautiful all animals beautiful creatures and they yeah we love them
1: dunkster and chooster can be uh, little, little life-saving
0: life-saving creatures
1: or models yeah. for your merch
0: yeah awesome thanks for joining me again Jay
1: you
0: bet you're a rock star thanks for having me I love you with all my heart love you thanks for watching hopefully the same people that watched us uh, part one will watch this one too sorry for no vomit but I might vomit later we'll see Uh, (laughs) looking
1: likely
0: anyways uh, happy Jay's here at everybody's land thank you for watching please share this episode with a very close friend maybe your best friend Maybe someone you haven't talked to in a while who you've been thinking about and you want to reach out to them and show them a little love. Um, So show them love by sending them this episode and then subscribe, like, comment, and uh, we'll see you back next week. Cheers.